Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So Elon Musk just comes out <laughs> on stage at this event that's very stuffy, very professional, very similar to what you'd see at Klaus Schwab's party in Davos. And he just annihilates <laughs> Andrew Ross Sorkin, which is kind of the CNBC beta male, like the quintessential CNBC beta male guy. And uh, it basically leaves him speechless. But I think what's more important is to understand that we're seeing the growth of the censorship industrial complex right in front of our eyes. This is happening in real time. And this is one of the reasons why I was pounding the table so hard. And one of the main reasons I started this channel back during the Cerveza sickness, because I knew that this was likely to happen. You, it's a slippery slope. Once you start making it okay for the government to lock you in a cage, once you start making it okay for the government to mandate that you inject a foreign substance into your child, once you start making it okay, just blatant censorship because of in the name of misinformation or disinformation or wh whatever it is, this is what you should expect. And this is basically censorship fascism, where you have the mainstream media, ironically enough, that's so, supposed to be all about free speech, and you have them partnering with the corporations and the government. That, that is fascism. But what they're doing it is they're doing it in a way to deter free speech, to censor people, to propagandize the society at whole, as a whole, just like we saw, or just like you've seen throughout history, for heaven's sakes, when you have a dictator, whether it's in Russia, whether it's in Germany, whether it's in Italy, it's the same playbook. It's just now they're doing it on a global scale with the global elite, the central planners, the corporations, the CEOs, and the mainstream media. And this is what we're seeing play out with Elon Musk and Twitter. It's what we've seen with Media Matters. And quite frankly, if you listen to Peter's podcast. I suggest everyone listen to my good buddy Schiff over there. He just talked about how he won his lawsuit with the TV station in Australia, but he outlines the details. And what you can see is it's a complete hit job that they are. It's not that they're gaining proof. What they do is they come up with a storyline and then they just fill that storyline with, with edits to try to propagate a narrative to try to gain political control and power. That's what it was about with Schiff, and that's exactly what it's about with Elon Musk. And you know that definitively because you sit there and say, well, he shouldn't have said the things that he did. But what, if you actually look, see, that's another thing. I was gonna do a video on this the other day, and I didn't do it, and I should have. There were just other things that I thought I wanted to talk about that were a little more interesting. But now it's, it's all coming together. And one of the things that I wanted to discuss is how the, the mainstream media, when they talked about Elon Musk and his anti-Semitism, uh, and they said, oh, well, he, they, they never pointed out what he said. The article that I went through on CNBC, and I looked at a couple of them on CNB, uh, CNN and whatnot, and they just said that he made anti-Semitic remarks. They never said what they were. But then when you go click on it, you're like, what? As you would expect. They're, they're, they totally took it out of context. And what he said, I think if you understand what he was implying, 
it, it it's not outlandish at all. Now it might not be my view, it might not be your view, but it's definitely not just so crazy that all the advertisers should pull back. Then you combine that with media matters. And Andrew Ross Sorkin's point, which you'll see in a moment, is that well, can you blame the advertisers because they're all pulling back because they don't feel comfortable on the platform? because of what's happening with the, this group or what's happening with your remarks. Okay, well, let's look at what the Wall Street Journal did with Instagram. If you guys have been following the channel, you know exactly what happened. They did the exact same thing. They saw the exact same results in Instagram. I don't see Disney pulling off Instagram or Facebook. I don't see Coca-Cola or any of these mega corporations that pulled out of Twitter. I don't see them doing that with Mark Zuckerberg. So what's the difference? There is none. The only difference is the political view of the people or the person that's in charge. So this is, again, this censorship industrial complex that we're dealing with right now. We've got to realize that it exists. We have to realize that it's growing exponentially. And this is something that we're going to have to fight. This is going to be a battle moving into the future. Let's get over to this screen share of Elon Musk. And this is, I mean, the beginning of this is just absolutely priceless. So sit down, Grab some popcorn. Enjoy. <laughs> you can see it's just this professional setting up on this stage. They probably spent $10 million just on the AV here to set up that, that background and whatnot. You got Sorkin there, you know, the, the, the quintessential blue pill beta male. And uh, just total CNBC. He's, he's like the financial version of a soy boy. Up there with his tie, you know, perfect. And he's just trying to talk about serious, serious things. And then Elon Musk just <laughs> completely shuts him down. Here we go. The public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now, um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That there this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope, uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f yourself. <laughs> but go f yourself. <laughs> Is that clear? I like how he has to clarify. And you can see Sorkin's just like, oh boy, what do I do? And it's not like Elon Musk just says, go f yourself. He, 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 he says. <laughs> <laughs> he says it again. He says, go F yourself. Then he says it just really drawn out just to emphasize it. Go F yourself. And then Sorkin's just like, uh, that, that, that. what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So then let's keep going here because he back or he reverts to his original line of questioning, which is it's all about the advertisers, all about the advertisers and they don't feel safe. Twitter isn't a safe space for them anymore. But there again, you can completely defeat that line of thinking, if you want to call it that, by what they're doing on Instagram. Insta and, and let's be honest, any of these social media platforms have pretty much the exact same algorithm. The more stuff you click on, the more they're going to show you that topic. <laughs> I don't care what's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the exact same thing. The more my videos that you click on, the more videos that, that uh, YouTube is going to show you. Makes a lot of sense. So if you're sitting there clicking 
on all of this, let's just say, I, I'm going to try to keep it YouTube friendly here. If you're just clicking on all these groups that are sympathetic to Germany in the 1930s, what type of ads or what, what do you think is going to show up and what type of videos are you going to be displayed? What type of people are, are the suggestions going to pop up that you follow, right? And if you keep doing that over and over and over and over and over again, and sure, you're going to have this type of content and there's going to be some ads that are placed next to that. But at the end of the day, does it really matter? You know, another thing that I was thinking about is would any of these groups have a, a, a moral problem with a billboard? So Disney goes out there on Times Square the, the, with the, this billboard, right? And on Times in Times Square, do you think that there's any people walking around Times Square that might be sympathetic to Germany in the 1930s? Of course. Of course. Do you think there's anyone driving down the highway that would see that billboard for the next Disney movie that might be sympathetic, that might have those types of views? Of course. So this argument that, that, that someone is going to see or my advertising is going to be next to XYZ person and they might, it's just totally, it's a, it's a non-starter. Just if you think about it for more than 30 seconds. But then when you combine that with the realization that this is happening on every single, the exact same stuff that you don't like that's happening on Twitter is happening on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, etc. So if you don't like it on Twitter, then you've got to pull out of everything. And if you're not pulling out of everything, then it just shows that it's not about what's happening on Twitter. It's about Elon Musk and it's about freedom of speech or more so it's about pushing this fascist, this, this, this censorship fascism. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. I hope it is. Hey, Bob. You're in the audience. Bob Iger. Well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. Don't advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, G what do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too. <laughs> Right? Yes. No, no. I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. Absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so no, no, actually, what, what this advertising boycott is, uh, is, is going to do, it's, it's going to kill the company. And you've got to look, I'm, 
I'm on the fence about Elon Musk, but I think that's everybody, right? There's things that I like about him. There's things that I don't like about him. Let's remember that my account has been under the control of a scammer and a hacker since August 25th. And I, I quite literally had to hire a lawyer to go back and forth with Twitter. And we still haven't resolved this. And this is a 30-second fix, right? Twitter is either the most incompetent company of all time, or there is someone there at Twitter that doesn't want me on the platform. And that's a platform that at the end of the day, Elon Musk is in charge of, right? So right now, Twitter, and understandably so, if their revenue is really declining and they're having to fire workers or whatever, it's, it's put the earmuffs on the kids right now, but this is the best way that I can describe it. It's a complete shit show. I mean, Twitter right now is a total shit show. And it's not just me that's experiencing this behind the scenes. It's many people that I know that are, let's just say, prominent within the space. They're having the exact same experience. So now this could, to Elon's defense, this could be uh, a, a certain group at Twitter or certain people that just don't want me or these other people I know on the platform. And this is the way that they're going about it in, an, in a discreet way kind of incognito, right? Well, we don't really want George on the platform. So let's just go ahead and and pretend or take advantage of the fact that a scammer has his account. But you see, what's interesting, if you guys have been to my Twitter account, you see that the scammer or the hacker that has control over my account only tweeted once, once. So let me ask you a question. If you were in control of my Twitter account with, I don't know how many, let's say 250,000 followers, and you were, and you went and you took the time and energy to actually hack into my account because that's not easy. Would you only tweet once? Of course not. Yeah, I mean, you'd be tweeting daily. You'd be having a field day with this stuff. So that in and of itself is very, very suspicious. And hey, look, if I'm someone at Twitter, why not just pretend to be a hacker, hack into someone's account, and then you've got a perfect alibi. If you don't want this guy on the platform, hack into his account or have one of your buddies hack into an account, look like a scammer. And then if you don't put him back on the platform for three, four, five months, maybe just sweep it under the rug and he never comes back into the platform. Or maybe he just gets so pissed off. He says, screw you. I'm never going on Twitter again. I'm just going to focus all my time and energy on YouTube. And then you win. You win. Effectively, you've just censored that person, but you still keep your job. And if Elon Musk says, hey, what the hell is going on? You've got a perfect alibi. <laughs> Whoa, wasn't me. No. Oh. Hacker, hacker, hacker. And we just didn't have time. We were going back and forth. But, uh, you know, I'm busy. I'm busy. You've got two choices there. Either that is what's happening, or, like I said earlier, Twitter is the most incompetent company that has ever existed on planet Earth. You only got two choices. So I'll let you decide <laughs> which you think is most accurate. But getting back to uh, Elon Musk... You know, there's things that I don't like about him. There's things that I do like, but I think that's just human nature, right? I don't know that I'd meet anyone in real life where there weren't some things about their personality that was rather annoying that I didn't like. I don't know anyone. I mean, think about your own life and the people you know. Is there someone that you know that you like absolutely everything about them, <laughs> 100%? Probably not. You can't even say that about your parents, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> you, probably, you probably can't even say that about your kids. So I can't fault Elon Musk for that. But the one thing that I definitely give him credit for is just having the balls 
to call a spade a spade and just having the balls to come out and and be politically incorrect and just have the huevos to come out and just uh, call it like it is. You know, you're not going to beat around the bush. If someone asks you about what's going to happen to your company, if the advertisers pull out, you look them straight in the eye and you say it's going to fail. It's going to collapse. It's going to go bust. Next question. Right. And throughout, you, I would strongly suggest watching this entire clip. It's about three minutes. But basically, Sorkin goes back to, well, they don't feel safe on the platform. They don't feel safe on the pro- platform. And you know, that's complete BS because of what we just talked about, namely with Instagram or pretty much any social media platform out there. It's all going to be the algorithms are going to work the exact same way as Twitter. So Disney, Coca-Cola, whoever, whoever else pulled out, if you're going to do it for Twitter, do it for everyone else. And if you don't do it for everyone else, it's just showing all of the people that are paying attention, your true colors. And that what you're doing has nothing to do with PR. It only has to do with political motivation. And you are part of, I'm talking about you advertisers, you corporations that are pulling out of Twitter right now. And if you're still advertising on the other social media platforms, you are telling all of us, all of us average Joe and Janes, that you are part of this censorship industrial complex. George, you know what's going mega viral now is I'll share my screen because now everybody on Twitter is taking screenshots of showing that they no longer subscribe to the people who pulled out and it's going mega viral so everyone's canceling their disney plus accounts and their cnbc i don't know who the hell had a cnbc account to begin with but yeah so all these companies are getting bud lighted yeah pretty much or bud lit whatever (laughs) whatever the whatever the correct uh way to say that is all right josh well thought thanks for bringing that to our attention all right guys this is something that we're really gonna have to push back on uh moving into 2024 we'll follow it on this channel for sure it's one of the main reasons why i set up the rebel capitalist channel enjoy the rest of your afternoon as always make sure that you're standing up for freedom liberty free market capitalism and freedom of speech we'll see you in the next video